Agents of ICS is a Monster of the Week horror podcast meant for mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Why? Hello there. Welcome back to Agents of ICS. All that good Monster of the Week nonsense allow us to join our agents as they wander into a motel now. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. Alrighty. Last scene was Margot very briefly meeting with Kaiba. Graham is coming with, as is Carson, and the four of you are essentially walking to the motel that, oh no, my brain is not working. Joe. Joe Truman. He's dead, so I didn't make a token for him. Or I did, but I deleted it, because he's dead. <laughs> he's Joe, Joe Moore. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, but he is indeed super dead, unfortunately. Uh, Kaiba, you didn't need to or want to look at the body. Other people came with you. And uh, as they could dug through his shit, they basically gave you the key, yeah. sent it over this way. And uh, unfortunately, while he is indeed no more, they're looking into it. And you guys are also looking into it as you arrive at his temporary room. This is a little motel that he was renting. The last scene was Margot attempting to open the door. Didn't really want to. So you had to give a little bit of shoulder love. And as it swings open. Oh, I was going to write an intro for check. God damn it. Excellent. You don't get experience. Maybe next week. I was expecting an intro for today. I am disappointed. I was going to write one. Ah, I'm disappointed in myself. Now you can write one next week. Well, then, uh, with with that, Marco's like, I had a thought, but I I just lost it. You want also, but alas. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, realistically, at the beginning of any of these sessions, you can, if you just let me know, it doesn't have to be like paragraphs long. It can literally be like three or four sentences. If you just say, Carson is feeling blah, blah, blah with this. Basically, your inside thoughts, not your outside thoughts. You would let the party know. These can be things maybe you don't want them to know, but we say it out loud and we, you know, we all play along. I'll give you experience if you guys ever do that. It does not have to be super long. It's okay. Just don't say Carson angry and open the door. <laughs> okay. Speaking I of opening the door. I feel like that was a little pointed. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crumbling paper, throwing it away. <laughs> <laughs> turns puts my mic on mute so you don't hear it it's just more reason to hunt him down exactly Alrighty. speaking of opening doors margo door swings open and that stereotypical scene in every like detective film and whatnot where there's just paper everywhere and strings and lines and pins to the walls connecting all the bits of information that joe hath indeed collected is laid out before you all and i assume it's a nightmare papers in here right Yes, which is uh, funny because he said he was basically ready to wrap things up and he wanted you to give it a quick review. All right, well, step one, I'm going to whip up my phone and start taking pictures of how everything is organized in case it's relevant. Because, you know, you never know with mad scientists. As expected, Margot, you are a field agent, so it is it does fall within your jurisdiction. While it is not definitely your job, you mentioned before that you wanted to come here and look at the stuff just in case they missed something. And I mentioned that, yes, if you guys, if you go to look at something, I will always give you more information. Otherwise, I'll give you, you know, boilerplate info, which might not be enough. And you're allowed to touch things, move things around. You are trusted. Uh, but yes, as I said, there is indeed a furniture and stuff, but he moved it <laughs> uh, in ways to most benefit uh, him moving and moving about the room in his uh, unique way. All right. So uh, if I start perusing while I'm taking pictures, what do I do? I glean anything from just a quick look, see? Uh, yes, most definitely. Uh, I assume the three of you are kind of looking about, trying to figure things out. Mm. If anyone wants to roll something, then do make sure to ask me in character so I can use my thingy. Remind us what it is again. Uh, let me link it. 
as far as I know, I can use it as often as I want. So basically just a free plus one. Yep. If it makes sense in the context, I guess. Okay, got it. And ongoing means plus one for the whole situation, not one time, which is definitely nice. Yeah. I mean, as long as we're like investigating this area. Yes. So if, uh, for example, if Margo's just looking through papers, technically that doesn't really apply. She can do that herself. Uh, obviously, you can't ask him for literally everything, but it would something be something that he is good in or something that is more more particular, essentially. Like if you're trying to find like a specific something in this mess, I guess. Yes, exactly. Alrighty. So now that we know that, uh, you all look about. <laughs> I would say all of you go ahead and roll me investigate mystery. There's a lot going on here. Wow, wife who failing us. Excellent. All right. Success is down the uh, board. Not joining the 11 gang. <laughs> I'm just a slightly more. Uh, I mean, to be fair, she doesn't have plus two. So she would Overwhelmed than you guys so. are. The two of you, they got a full success. You can ask two relatively vague questions uh, or one very, very pointed question. And mm. then, Margo, you get one question. Remember, there are a list of questions you can always pull from those if you're not sure yeah. what to ask. I mean, Oh, there's wait. a more hunt related, so it's a bit... Where are the... They're, they're in-game. They're alongside the regular investigative mystery. Well, you know, ICS is a structured business, or a institute, I guess. Mm -hmm. so, so they have, they have rules and guidelines, so he would try to find, like, I don't know, a book or a report. Something he's been writing up. Okay. Can he find that? Most definitely. It is spread out, but Kaiba, you're very good at looking at both organized and unorganized information. So you can most definitely find some information in uh, that regard. Ah, what do you mean with that? What could you possibly mean with that? Uh, I, do I mean something specific with that? <laughs> I mean, Kaiba's room is uh, also not all that great. But, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, Carson, what, you were just asking something. What was the question? So of these questions listed here. Yes. Are those vague enough to ask? Yeah, definitely. Now, the thing is, with one of the biggest holdups for most Powered by the Apocalypse games, and this game in particular, is people don't read the rules really properly, and they're a little too loose. Uh, the thing is, if the question isn't valid, you can't ask it. So you can't say, what can hurt it? That makes no sense. Right. You're, you're in a room with paper. Why would you ask that? There mm -hmm. is, there's no clue here that leads to... <laughs> What that, can possibly hurt it? Yeah, paper cuts. Yeah. Where, yeah, I know, right? Where did it go? That makes no sense either. So basically the question has to be valid. And of course, as with every game, I'll never let you waste a question. I'll either answer it for free because it's too obvious, or I'll say that one doesn't apply. Pick another one. Hmm. So they, they're intentionally vague enough that I will answer whatever you're essentially asking. Now, you can't ask a pointed question. Now, also, if you want, you can wait for Kaiba and Margo to ask if you're really not sure and then ask a more like magnified question a little closer always an option uh yeah what are the questions that kaiba and margo had uh, i okay. just asked to find like the the notebook with all the condensed bullshit that he's been writing up sure right i'll, I'll answer kaiba's in a moment uh margo did you have one knowing what he's trying to ask i actually have two even though i can't ask both you might be able to like i said you can ask me yeah I um have one left Question one, I want to know if Joe had any idea what his informant was. And question two, I want to know what Joe was working on or what he thought he was working on specifically. Okay. The second question will be answered through Kaiba. And the first question is basically, does, does he know like who his informant was, essentially? Or anything about him. Surely he didn't do any investigating or else he's 
an idiot. Excellent. All right. We can go ahead and start with Kaiba. And essentially, this wouldn't be clear for some folk, but it is very clear for you. Uh, basically, Joe had been looking around for quite some time. Little clues, little things have been popping up, and maybe he didn't like the way they looked. You can see in a lot of his notes, and of course, this will take you guys some hours to go through, so we're going to be here for a good portion of the day, but we are going to get all the information that we need. You determine, essentially, that while he's kind of going through all this, he hopped, essentially, from case to case, and he noticed that some of the cases had really odd similarities, and he couldn't really place what they were but there was one reoccurring we'll just say event amongst most of these or something that was brought up that thing is a pop-up or temporary study meeting group something along those lines the ones he was particularly following in fact the one he clearly has the most information on was a sleep study that ran for quite some time, a couple of years ago, actually. And you can see, looking through his notes, that a lot of the folk that he was questioning were like, oh yeah, I went to that sleep study. And you know, there were X number of people there, blah, blah, blah. It was great, worked perfectly fine for me. And he goes, okay. Uh, some people involved in his cases, whether now deceased or involved with someone who is now deceased, same thing. They went to some form of sleep study, some form of meditation, things of that nature. Uh, but a lot of these involve basically vibing out, relaxing and you know connecting with your inner self or very calming studies so they are they kind of all link back to sleep and in this he actually couldn't find most of these like locations as they were entirely empty by the time he had gotten there but there is one that he is aware of and he thinks he knows how to get in that to his knowledge was abandoned as in the stuff should still be in there and for whatever reason, they just left it as is. Maybe they were leaving in a hurry or something. Well, there's one clue. You also find he didn't necessarily have enough, um, maybe enough clues, which is probably what he wanted help with with Margot, to determine, um, you know, there were some missing people here. That's odd. There were some missing people here. That's odd. And those missing people were very close in proximity to these sleep studies, meditation studies, things of that nature. He wanted to connect them, but before he goes to ICS about this, he wanted to make a firm connection first. And he believes that his guy on the inside had some pretty, pretty potent information. So um, our dear, dear Graham, did he mention that there was meditation involved in his testing? There definitely was, at least a little. And kind of going through these notes, you do see one or two sort of pop up effectively. Yes, psychic clubs. Those that are trying to connect to the beyond and either failing or not. I mean, interesting. It's within the realm of possibility that these were connected. Like above board was Joe uh, looking into the cult group that uh, Graham was in. Did we ask him that or was he was this uh, unconnected as far as we know? So not that one particular, but he thinks that maybe from what you can see, Kaiba, he is somewhat, somewhat concerned that these are all connected in some weird way. They're, they're they look very above the board is the thing, but too many people in the area have gone missing. And these are it's fairly normal for a college to run a sleep study or something. So you want enough information to not look crazy. When he went back to ICS and he was hoping to meet up with Margo and possibly some others. You guys actually see that after Margo, he was planning on meeting with maybe some others um, to see if they had run into anything similar. I was going to actually go on a 
backstory play that I was in town because uh, following that lead, so we can say that he he gave me that or the info about the club that Graham went to, and I was uh, following up on that. Perfect. I mean, if you want, you can even say that maybe uh, in one of your past cases, you ran into an individual that maybe went to yeah, something along I mean, these lines. With my backstory, I could realistically say that I might have been part of one of them. So Yeah, that, that's perfectly acceptable. Mm, that's interesting and nice. And then uh, Margo. He was following up on one of the clues that I was investigating. Well, I don't believe in coincidences, so sure. Gives us something to look at at least. Let's see if we can find more. As you'll continue uh, to look around more, what, what precisely did you want to know about his... Like, did you know, when you say what he was, do you mean like what kind of creature or if he was something weird? Because he was clearly weird. Or a description. Anything, because I don't think Joe actually knew what the guy was. From what you can tell, it seems that while Joe didn't ask this individual many questions, he leaves it in his notes that he definitely attempted to, but he was stonewalled very quickly and learned, don't push into this guy's past too much, at least on the surface level. So he found different ways to ask questions to maybe get around that just a wee bit. And he believes because this dude was able to give him information about, oh, this, this location, this location, this location. Uh, they were essentially trading information. So this dude, the inside guy, was sort of confirming for Joe uh, that, yes, maybe this, the, the entity mentioned this, this, this guy mentioned that he worked at one of these or he helped facilitate um, their like procedure effectively. So maybe he helped with like the, the background stuff, not paperwork. But he helped with the actual research of the sleep studies. Yes. And from what you can gather, he helped in more of a mystic way, not, you know, your usual above the board. Like, all right, we'll just like count heartbeats and things of that nature. So he was giving him information on, hey, we did this, this, this and this. And maybe he let slip the location of a few of these areas. Joe perused around and he found one that was abandoned, which you guys do have the address for. I can check that out. Yeah, I'm into it. Check. Yeah. I mean, we can still check out this house more because we have questions left. But Yeah, it's like I said, if it's any question that is uh, easy to answer, I won't have you roll. Uh, I also go ahead and drop this on you guys now. And this is solvable now if you would like, if you'd like someone to mess with, it, of course. Uh, regarding the information you know now, Carson, do you have any specific questions? Because you did roll an 11. Mm, actually, can I just hold those? Yeah, I mean, as long as it's relevant to what's going on here, definitely. Was mine a specific question, by the way, or did I also have a second one left? Uh, what's your second question? Uh, I was going to see if he was hiding something specifically in, like, you know, ICS allocated spots. Things he, that only we would look at. He isn't... trying to keep hidden for normal law enforcement, basically. Oh, stuff that Joe was hiding? Yeah. Like stuff that he would be hiding in case he got raided or something, but ICS would be able to find. Uh, like yes, actually. Black book, stuff like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll actually lead that into effectively. That would have been the location of this, this sleep study. He did not want anyone to find this because if law enforcement got there first, they're going to find what he 100% has been working on. And that is not acceptable. He has to get there first. Uh, so you have the yeah. exact, exact address of this location. You also have a clue to get in. He doesn't leave the exact password, but it is key code locked. Uh, in fact, it is from what he has gathered. He got in once and he looked around a bit, didn't like the vibe and he left. So you see that in a, like a, a book that he left off to the side and he didn't write the exact password, but the keyword is Alibaba. 
and he notes that the password uh, entrance mechanism is a nine pad, a nine key number pad. Interesting. It might be something like, you know, open sesame in words and letters. Well, let's go check it out. Unless you have any more questions. No, I think I'm good. I'll just save them. I mean, we can flashback them in any, in any case. So. Yes, yeah. you definitely can. If you suddenly think of something, oh shit, I would have messed this. Totally okay with that. You don't got to run away back. <laughs> All right. The hint is just Alibaba? Alibaba, correct. Alibaba and the, what, 40 raiders or something? 40 knights? Uh, thieves. Yeah. All right, and are we taking this uh, opportunity to go there now? Yeah. All right. right. Look, but there's a TV program called the and the Gold Raiders. What? Cute. All right, looking around, back at the motel, uh, before y'all leave, you guys would mention, and Graham probably would see that there might have been a connection to the little club he went to so that 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 you know leaves a couple like huh interesting okay well interest peaked suddenly also this room's a lot less bloody and stabby so i approve i mean meaning to ask by the way i mean i know carson we're in the same line of business we're both consultants and margo obviously i know because she works for ics but who's this guy newbie on trial <laughs> oh well seems like he's... you got the short end of the stick with your first mission but yeah especially considering that he's only here for office. If I can make a suggestion, though, be an external consultant. It's far more expert, lucrative. If I hop on board, that's going to be the idea. Yeah. Uh, good news, Graham. Uh, this case might actually find out what happened to Finn. I mean, that, that's what I'm here for. It's gotten a little more complicated than I was expecting, but you know. Uh, no kidding. All right. I heard you were doing something with uh, what was it? A forest. E yeah, it was a. Uh, I'll say the name. No, yeah, that makes sense. No wonder the ICS made me do a study about that. Really liked faces. That makes sense. So you're a, you're a consultant. Uh, something like that, yeah. I kind of uh, fell into the line of work. How have we never run into each other before? Uh, for the past what eight or so years, I have been mostly a consultant over the net. This, I've only recently started doing field work, actually. Ah, but surprise, okay. surprise, my long-lost brother. Imagine my surprise. It is a small world. Yes. Good to find out that the organization I've been working for was the ones who kidnapped them when they were still babies. I guess. He, he, there's definitely a spite in that, by the way. I mean, I don't remember anything about that. I'm sorry. I can't imagine. Trust me, it's probably better if you don't remember anything of it. Okay, and I will awkwardly go back to looking at the papers. Margo does not that's know how to feel about this. That's fine, we'd love time to talk. We can say that you guys were essentially having this conversation on the way to this research facility. It's not too far from the motel, but we're, we're definitely burning down. Uh, we're burning daylight with all our research and getting there. And after some time, your group does indeed arrive. Very similar to the back alley in which you met Joe Truman originally. Uh, this place is nestled away, which is unsurprising. Normal folk would not normally walk by here and uh, find this location or stumble across it. It looks like an abandoned building, but it also looks like maybe it's being run, possibly. Why would you go in there? There's no sign. Windows are very, very heavily tinted. Uh, and as you walk up, there is simply two strip windows that are indeed tinted and a large metal door with a nine-number keypad next to said door. Uh, how old is this keypad? 
Uh, when you say old, you, are you asking if it's like dilapidated is, is or it, is it aged? Basically, yeah. Like it doesn't have to be new tech. That's fine, but it's not super new. It's I would say it's probably what you expect to find at like a, a hotel or something along those lines. Yeah. A little dirty. Has, has, no it, has, it, has it been like used enough that you can tell which numbers have been pressed more than others? A little, yeah. You can tell that uh what is it? Six, seven, three have been pushed a lot. Now I will say, if you guys want to solve this yourself, you definitely can. If you don't want to, technically Kaiba said something that basically solved it. It's Alibaba, except it's the letters instead of the of the numbers instead of the letters. I mean, I'll try it anyway. Okay, you try typing in Alibaba, basically using the number keypad, and after a second, the red light goes Yeah, Nah, too simple. No, I love not saying anything. I can hear her just typing in the background. I'm like, what is she typing? Well, what is she typing? No idea. There's a wall between us. Raiders? Uh, Raiders also does not work. I mean, it's the 40 Raiders, right? We'll say you try every combination of that, and it does not work. There doesn't seem to be a lockout mechanism, so that's nice. Open Sesame. All right, Margo, as you slowly type in Open Sesame, which does take quite some time. It is very long. It matches the 367, though. Yes, it does. You type in 673-673-7263. And after a second, the green light goes beep beep, and the door clicks open for you. Raiders also fit the 673, by the way. Interesting. Yes, I, I, looked, I, I looked up a keypad with letters on it. I mean, that was the intent, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't just pull Google shit. That's cheating. <laughs> hey, the internet is valid in this world. <laughs> yeah, you can true, use your phone. True. You can use your phone. I mean, you can totally use your phone. That, that's literally Kaiba's special ability. So yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> My special power is internet. <laughs> yeah, it's basically magic. Exactly. All right, the door has essentially opened for you all. I'll go in. The door is yeah. a jar. The door is a jar, and the door is also a door. After having typed all that in. Uh, you can very quickly see that the tinted windows were not the only reason this building is dark. The lights are completely off. There don't really seem to be uh, any standardly built windows that are allowing any light really to penetrate this building. It is not pitch black in here, as the front door is now open and allowing some light to penetrate, but it's not great. Whip out flashlights, I guess. All right, as you hold on your flashlights, you can quickly see that this facility is... A little bit larger. Definitely bigger than whatever psychic little club that Graham was going to earlier. Up front, you can see a little reception desk in which someone most likely sat at some point in time. Looking around, though, you see many dead plants. Uh, long want for water, but unfortunately, never reached their lips. Their little plant lips. That would be a really weird imagery. Anyway, um, <laughs> you see old newspaper and... Uh, you see a couple magazines that have been left out and gazing at their covers quickly. The dates do indeed align. They date back to about two to three years ago. Oh, old study. All right. I want to start looking for a place where they keep files. Sure thing. As you guys begin to look around a bit, you see at the front desk, they probably kept some files. There is a light stained little portion on the top of the desk. You can see at one point there was definitely a large monitor sitting. Clearly gone now. Computer's also gone. There are some papers left behind, but they very much look like sign-in sheets. So effectively all this up front is completely useless to you all. Just past the check-in desk, you can see swinging doors, both to the right and left of the facility, that move further in. Sure, I'll go through them. As you head on through, you are actually met 
with a, what seems to be a waiting room. A second waiting room, that is. Connected to this waiting room is a changing room, most likely for individuals to remove their clothing and to put on, essentially, a gown in order to, you know, cozy up for the sleeping study. Just beyond this room is indeed what we are, at first, at least looking for to confirm our thoughts. There are rows and rows of beds. None of them are made. Uh, it looks as if a number of people, 20 or so, woke up in a jaunt and just left. Quite rude. Past this, it looks as if there is another door that goes further on in. This place is definitely bigger than you guys were expecting. Uh, Joe said he left because he felt like uneasy, right? Did he mention why? Lack of light. And also, basically what we're experiencing now, and you see this in his notes, saw this in his notes, it's way too big for one guy to run around in. Yeah, that's fair. No one should be in here because it was locked, unless someone just has fun running around pushing buttons. But to be safe, you know, I guess sometimes he follows protocol. <laughs> he wanted Margaret to back him up for this. And this room could house 20 patients? About 20 or so, yeah, from what you can tell. And you can see connected to this room, there is actually a side office. The office dead ends into just that. And then a room past this uh, with not a locked door, but not the swinging doors. So this one looks as if it needs... Uh, either a key card or something, but the doors don't look, uh, well, too sturdy, we'll say. And they lead on to another room. Uh, Graham, stay close. And can I vibe check? For this particular room, I would say you don't necessarily need to. Everything is as it looks. It is just a room with beds in it currently. So no traps anywhere? Nope. All right. Uh, you said the door looks weak? It looks a little weak, but it also has a key card that can most likely allow you in. There's two new locations from here. There's an office, and then there is another room going further. No, I'll I... check out the office. All right, see if you can find a key card, and I'll check the room after. All right, as you head into the office, it is quite small. There are desks stationed for four individuals. They also left in a hurry. Uh, upon you know perusing around and you know looking through all the papers, we find definitely some information that was left behind. Uh, this seems more pertinent than just, you know, your everyday, fill this out, fill this out, fill this out. You actually find some research data left behind, along with someone's key card. Oh, jackpot. Damn it, I wanted to kick the door down. <laughs> I mean, you still can. I would at least, like, like, yell back, I found a key card, and also some documents. Can I look at the documents? Okay. Just for something to do. I will help you look through the documents. Uh, as you guys are all going through here, there is a lot, but it's all on display for you perfectly. Uh, from what you can tell, at least left in this room, this office was, the, like this room, sorry, uh, the individuals working here were specifically meant to uh, track the sleeping patterns and reactions uh, to some form of experimental sleeping aid for these specific patients. There are no customer names in these files. They're all numbers, such as you know, S102 by four. The medicine names they also used are very similar. A00125, something similar to that. These numbers are not relevant. You don't need to write them down. I'm just giving you an example. Are there pictures of the patients? No, they're just numbers. No descriptions or anything? Literally just numbers? Uh, is there like a, a trend or anything that they're tracking specifically? Or Yes, there is most definitely a trend. 
So after looking at this, kind of while you're, you're looking on the outside, Margo, you notice while you're looking at the beds, probably, you know, while you're gazing around for traps and such, you notice that there is a little slip in front of each bed uh, where the customer's information could go. And un, rather than a name, a number is slid in kind of in one of those like quick print. Um, what you call them, those little devices. You can type a number in real quick and just prints it out. It slides right on in. You see basically the same number S, you know, one, two, five, four. And all these beds have a number just slid in. They claim, at least partially, this was for anonymity. We are just looking for uh, sleeping. Now, you do see uh, weight, height, things of that nature, drug use, you know, alcohol, smoking, that. No names, no locations. They wanted anonymous, but we need to know something about your medical background. I'm going to nab all those, assuming they're not, like, glued to the spot. I assume you guys would have told Kaiba about, like, the entire deal with Graham and Finn, right? Yeah, at this point, since I know there's a connection, I probably would have explained it on the way. Hey, Graham, do you have to know the weight and height of this Finn guy? You know, just in case. Not at the top of my head, but he was probably maybe yeah, five. About an average is fine. Yeah, he's probably five, ten, uh, five, ten pounds lighter than me, and he was a little shorter. I'll try to see if I can find uh, a, well, any ID cards, I guess, IDs with similar descriptions okay. within the range of tolerance. You begin to kind of try looking for that. And uh, while you're you know, looking about a lot of this information, uh, you actually notice that there is a rather large heavy duty shredder somewhere nearby between all these desks. And uh, someone kind of jokingly wrote a very like flippantly passerby remark as if to say, you know, useless information, just, just shred it. We, we're like <laughs> done with it. Uh, but they do, they do have a section along with staying on their desks for any that might have maybe gotten them a positive reaction. But a lot of the shredded ones are basically just useless, useless waste time. Uh, there's a little mouth actually drawn on the shredder. So they clearly use this thing quite a bit. And they had a sense of humor. And as you can see, what they were looking for is they were looking for that deep sleep, that really deep sleep. Not everyone was able to achieve it. Uh, in fact, I would say... Uh, Kabi, you're pretty well read, right? Uh, yes, I literally get a bonus. Right. Then I would say for you specifically, you would notice that uh, I don't know how much you know background you'd have in the medical field, but you've you've worked uh, many if, cases. If it's any kind of fringe, sciencey kind of bullshit. Yes, it, I have read it probably. Perfect. You notice that while the information is filled out technically in a correct fashion for these sheets. They're lacking information that you would probably consider important. So what they're looking for is almost too specific. They're not tracking things that probably should be tra tracked for a sleep study. Can I roll to glean more information out of it? Like anything even more specific than that? Or just something related to sleep? For this room in particular, it almost seems like they're going too light on the information. But you are aware that anyone who passes this essentially graduates to the next level. Yeah. Does it well, say what assuming, the next level is? Assuming there's nobody uh, that matches Finn's description, I would join Mario for the other door office. Uh, Maybe yes. there's more information there. Yes, the graduation is, is effectively described as the deep sleep room, uh, which you guys can see is indeed labeled as such just up ahead. And Margo, I assume you're not kicking the door down? No. I'm sorry. I'll find a door for you to kick down. Don't worry. Thanks. Anytime. You slide in the key card. It takes an extra second, 
For a moment, you worry, ah, oh, shit, it's broken. Maybe I do get the kitchen door down, but it eventually beeps and the door kind of clicks and you are now aware that it is open. Are there any cameras here in this room, by the way? Yes, there are. They are definitely not active, though. Their little red lights are not on. Okay. Mm, thank you for asking that, though. I do want to check if they maybe had some recorded footage. I'm hoping for faces. Yes, that was my idea, too. Or maybe we're being watched right now. Or that, too, yeah. No, sadly, the cameras are apparently not functioning, so we go into the room. The second you open this next room, you're immediately assaulted by a very foul stench. This room is as dark as the others. The exact same scene lies before you. Lines and lines of bed, with another door up ahead, uh, moving to a separate sleeping room, and to the right, again, another office. These beds, though, while disturbed, you're getting a different vibe from them. Most that you can see are made. When I say made, I mean as in it almost looks like no one slept in them. Mechanically so, actually. So, fewer folk were most likely in this facility. Looking in front of each of those beds, there's no label, so that would logically make sense. But something you absolutely 100% cannot miss is about seven beds in to your guys' left. As you enter, you see a singular bed in which all the covers are covered in a dark brown reddish liquid. Next to the bed, to the right and to the left, they've been pushed away some. You can see every bed in that general area uh, looks as if it were pushed, and many beds in that back corner, in fact, any of the beds that were slept in, while the other ones might have left in a rush, these left in, uh, we'll say, more of a rush. This is in the back of the room? Yes. It's about seven, eight beds inward to you guys' left. Can I vibe check? Yes, you may read a bad situation. Alrighty, a mixed success. What are you reading a bad situation for? There's mysterious liquid covering these beds and they're pushed way back, so... Mysterious I mean, liquid? either imploded okay. or exploded or... Yeah. <laughs> was experimented on. Just in case something got left behind. Okay. Um, after yeah. that, can I try using Trust Your Gut? The door was locked, so you never know. Indeed. Uh, you may definitely use Trust Your Gut if you'd like. Uh, first, though, you may hold one, Margot, with your read a bad situation. Which of those questions do you want to ask? Are there any dangers I haven't noticed? Let me ask you this. That stain, would, you, would Margot instantly consider that a danger? The stain itself? No. It definitely warrants investigation, but I'm alarmed to what might have caused it okay i will say if you're on the fence regarding it's dangerous or not your senses are telling you it is the stain itself it's not just a stain it's difficult to see from this distance it's halfway across the room there's definitely more going on there i'll say you need to get closer of course but you can tell bad vibes okay uh i will tell everyone to stay back i will approach and my flashlight's aimed right there. Wait, wait, wait. And I'll pull out some masks. Like normal, uh, you know, normal surgical kind of masks. It might be vir virulent or bad for you. You never know. Sure, I'll snap one on. And gloves. I already have those, don't worry. Yeah, but Kyra doesn't. Oh, all right. Uh, Carson, do you? I always have. Good. 
Very glad I've always party. got an evidence kit. <laughs> yes, I always come prepared for random shit, so have at it. Already. Oh, did I just volunteer myself? Not necessarily. This is just to protect you for future stuff. I mean, we're all volunteers at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Graham might want to stay back, but... You don't need to ask him twice. Uh, so, Carson, you want to read that? Uh, read that. You want to read your guts? No. <laughs> yeah, I want to read my freaking guts. All right, pour them out for me. Let's read them. Man, the one has inside ropes. Failure! Guts. Excellent. Inside guts might be outside guts. But actually... Yes, I I do think it's worth mentioning that on a myth, on a failure, my instincts will lead me into danger, which also I think doesn't that help my um, my other thingy a little bit. If you get captured, yeah, Yeah. just in case I get captured. Yeah, I mark experience. (laughs) Cries. Well, I'm going to I'm going to hold on to that failure. Make sure you mark experience, by the way, Carson. OK. All right. And yeah. uh, moving forward, Margo, you are first. You're all masked up. You all got gloves. Very smart. This is uh, worse vibes as you get closer. And upon getting closer, Margo, there's something odd. Instantly, you recognize the there's no one in the bed. But the closer you get, your instincts tell you otherwise. You feel as if there is indeed someone in the bed. There are just covers, covered in blood, lying almost entirely flat. And now that you've gotten closer, they are not entirely flat. Just a slight bump. It does not look human, though. Where the nose would possibly be, if someone were lying on their back, shoulders, hips, feet, all that, you don't see any of it. So it's like someone put a pillow under the, under the blanket? No, actually. It looks as if a blanket is lying completely flat on a bed, and there are random lumps and bumps in locations there, there should not be. And while a normal individual would assume these are just crumpled blankets, your guts are telling you there is something under these blankets. Um, there's something under there? Did you say that as Carson? Yeah. It was Uh. also kind of a question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm getting a little nervous over here. Give me a second. I mean, before we approach, we could see if there's like, uh, I don't know, documents or something around. Is there anything we can poke it with? Takes out 10 foot (laughs) pole. <laughs> take out your sword. I probably should. Ooh, yeah, sure. Like, like Luke said, you like. Why did you keep that? <laughs> it's always on my back. Was it? Like I should probably have it in like a. Uh, oh, you did buy a guitar case or something, right? You were going to spend that. Yeah, I should probably have it in one of those. All right, I will. Uh, while keeping my eyes on the beds in the surrounding area, I will pull out my sword and then I'm like, check if there's any notes around here, guys, and I will watch this. Sure. It's giving me a bad feeling. Yeah, um, I'll look around. The the bed with the splotch also has one of those, like, information boards in front of the bed, right? Yes. You can pick up? Indeed. That, that would require me to get close to the bed. Yes. I mean, you could try wiggling it out with your sword, I guess, but... Nah, I don't think my sword's that good. You can see it from here, fortunately, so you can just record the number. Oh, I can? Sure, I'll record the number. Sure. Uh, would I remember that number being mentioned in the other office? Uh, no, definitely not. So while there was a lot so in that might... office, this one was not there. Well, let's just say it was a different... Um, so all those began with S? Or let's say they all began with S, but the beginning number was different. Those all began with 100, these began with 200. All right, I guess I'll look around to see if I can find a... Documents, but the number that Marco mentioned. 
Okay. So you, you head to the office looking for that? Uh, yeah. Okay. If, it, if it's not in, like, the room we are in right now. Looking around the room, at least face value, there's no paperwork outside here, but there is some paperwork near the entryway to the door. In fact, the door to the office is currently uh, cracked open a good couple inches. The office is in the back, right? Uh, the office, so this room is laid out the exact same way as the other one. It's a rectangular room. To the very right, there's an office. This next room, exact same thing. Okay, so where are the splotched beds in, com- in direction to the office? Opposite side. Splotch beds are on the left side. Office on the right side. Okay. All right. Check the office. Okay. Uh, Carson, are you checking the office as well? Are you looking around, but not too close to the scary bed? Um, no, I'll look around close. Might as well. Most things are surface level. Looking around here, there's no papers. There are plenty of beds. You can see some are, are pushed away. personal items? Uh, no. Entirely clean of personal items. Hmm. What about medicine bottles? Not out here. Stains anywhere? Sorry, what? Stains? Yeah, other than just, you know, like, floor. Yeah. On the roof. Not on the roof, but you do... uh, Weird (laughs) stuff. Stuff on the walls, stuff on the floors. You do see some spatter on the walls, and you do indeed see some footprints leaving from this location out towards the first room where you guys came from. Um, But not bloody ones. Semi-bloody. What do I think the Mm. spatter on the wall is? Blood? It looks very bloody. It smells very bloody. It's it's all coming from this one bed as well. Hang on. Is there only one bed that's ruined or bunches? Multiple beds are ruined, but it seems to be all coming from this one bed. All the stain comes from this one bed. Okay, so the... The stained bed is the epicenter. Yes. So the one bed, the one bed that I'm keeping my eye on with the, the lumpy, what, it like sprayed to the other beds? but they're not a continuation of it. Correct. It seems as if something pushed them away. One bed's actually flipped over. Oh my god, he literally exploded. In his own skin. Like that, uh, the boys episode. Oh god. Alright, Margo, watching this bed, are you doing anything in particular, or just making sure the bed doesn't get you? Yeah, I'm roaming for anything that could be potentially dangerous in this area. Okay. Uh, While you're checking that out, Jay, you've moved to the back office and you see far fewer papers here. Uh, In fact, there there isn't even a shredder. There is a section in where they would put um, maybe callbacks, not abject failures, but they're interested. There are very few successes, though, that have moved on to the next room. You actually see a small pile. Same information, effectively. Uh, But this one, you notice the same number will be duplicated. The only difference is the outcome and the medicine they they were given. And once again, they are looking for a very, very deep sleep, like past what we can normally get upon dreaming. They're looking for something beyond that, almost to the point where, from what you can see in these research notes, Jay, they're looking for, sorry, Kaiba. (laughs) I'm, I'm staring at your token because it's dead center. I don't know why. Every <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can just remove it or put it in the side or something. Uh, he's talking to an ICS recovering. So yeah. <laughs> that I, I don't want to forget to ask to reduce his damage and ask you to de-stress after this day because Jay isn't doing anything. So <laughs> anyway, uh, that's a reminder for myself. But yes, uh, Kaiba, upon looking around this area, you determine that the, the level of deep sleep they're looking for isn't abnormal necessarily, but it borders on being able to trigger the what's it called when you can control your dreams 
lucid, lucid dreaming. dreaming. Thank you. Oh, I, I must call it something really weird. Yes. We, that's at that exact same time. <laughs> if we have enough brains here, we'll come up with the right words. Yes. Basically, they're trying to trigger lucid dreaming, but even beyond that. And that's realistically beyond yes. that. Do you mean like taking stuff out of dreams? Potentially, it doesn't go into enough enough detail here. I would say by this point, Carson, you if you have wanted to, you can go into the office with Kaiba and look with him because realistically out here, there's nothing. It will take Kaiba 10 plus 20 minutes to look through all this. There's a lot and it's not well organized because it looks like they also left in a hurry. So if you want to help, you definitely can. OK, I think at this point we need to know about the meds they were using. There yeah, every, everything is coded, so we don't really know unless we well, find some legend. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Well, is there also any chance that since they left in a hurry, they left some samples behind in like mm -hmm. a fridge? Like I was thinking, they left in a hurry, so they might have shredded something. It looks like there's no fridge in this office, but there is an additional room that goes even further beyond this one. Even further beyond. <laughs> in which direction of the evil bed? So to uh, copy what I just said a minute ago, it is uh, once again an exact layout. Rectangle, rectangle, rectangle. There's a third one where you to go through the door. You would go through this door, too. <laughs> I don't like this building. We're just going deeper and deeper. And when we get deeper, we'll find out there is another room. And uh, in this, that, that door, as you guys kind of probably look by it, uh, Margaret, you're, you know, here alone looking around. You see that one. This one does not have it does have a uh, what you call it, but it also has a key code. Very similar to outside. So was there anything in the office room? Uh, besides, from what you can tell, them trying to push the same research further, nothing more I can, I can give you in that sense unless you have an exact question. Specifically, if I could find the number of the guy that exploded in his bed. Yes, you can. If that was present. He was one of the prominent research subjects, and he was ready to move to room three. They were very excited, actually. Clearly, that didn't happen. Uh, who... I'll Who? take that one with me, and I'll note the uh, number for the medicine that he got, I guess. The lumpy bed is was the one who was ready to move on? Yes. And I'll look for another key code, I guess. Wait, was it a key code or a key card? Uh, both key code and key card, this one looks like. Oh, great. So from oh, if it's not in the office, then I'll just... Uh... <laughs> Marco, you can kick this one down. Uh... It does swing inward. Yeah. Sadly, we don't have anyone that can, you know, break in. Nothing's moved, right? You have been staring at this lump for like 20 plus minutes now. All right, we need information first. So I will go and kick it in. Yeah, I mean, if you want, I can take a closer look at the corpse and see what's so dangerous potentially about it. But Oh, you want to do it? Sure. I've read a lot about, you know, weird stuff. I get a plus one to this. All right, sure. <laughs> I mean, we do need to know what happened, and, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Since, can, I, since, can I investigate a mystery to find out what the hell happened to this corpse? Since Kaiba's offering, I will keep sword and flashlight at the ready. All righty. Are you, uh, you're moving in to unsheath it, basically? Yeah. Yes. I, I guess we'll ask that question. Who's looking? Who isn't looking? Very important question. I'm, I'm looking. I'm probably looking because, uh, you know, I need to do my research. Graham, don't look. Graham turns around. Are you looking, Margo? Yeah, of course I am. I'm about to go bonkers, aren't I? My stress is super maxed out. Okay. It is really. It is almost there, isn't it? Perfect. Oh, God. Uh, and Jay, you're the one uh, releasing, unsheathing it. Please no, don't Jason is hospital bed. Jason is hospital bed. He can't do much. 
damn it. Kaiba. <laughs> I, I'm not even looking yeah, at the yeah, token yeah. now. I'm so used to calling you Jay. I apologize. I, I'm just like, you know, doing the doctor thing, like stretching my gloves and then like pulling it back slowly. All right. Excellent. Upon touching the covers, you instantly realize that while they are definitely rigid, which makes sense, they're a little more moist and logically makes sense. Having this building as close, in it's too fresh, I guess. A little. Yeah, slightly. Which wouldn't make sense for magazines being two, three years old. Correct. Exactly. And as you go to sort of peel these covers off, it does indeed come off in one piece, quite easily, actually. And under the covers, as you guys shine your lights towards this figure, it takes you a few seconds to figure out what the hell it is you're looking at, because it doesn't make any damn sense. You see what was once the outline of a human body, but everything is wrong and twisted. It almost looks as if the flesh, muscle, bone rebelled against itself. Almost as if the the bones of this person shot up out of their body, splitting their skin along an almost too perfect of a seam. They were, at some point, lying on their back. Their skin, what is left of it, is ragged, torn, but... That isn't the strangest part that you notice. Upon looking at this figure, Margo, I mentioned to you there were various lumps and bumps. I'm going to allow Kaiba to investigate a mystery because you're the closest looking at this. But all of you are going to have to roll to keep it together. Just rolling for stress. Yay. So go ahead and roll that first, actually. I love rolling stress. This is going to be plus cool. Excellent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. God. Love it. Kaiba, Kaiba go ahead. Go ahead, Mark Experience. Uh, it's smart. Alrighty. Uh, Carson, no stress That's for you. You're, yeah. uh, yeah, oh god, yeah, one, one plus one. Oof. Carson's fine. Margo, you get to mark one stress. Which one are we marking? That would be stress. Oh, oh boy. Okay. So, this is the first time we have gotten here. Am I doing the panic roll now? Yes. This is the first time we get to do this. All right. We're going to resolve this before I give you any more information. And Margo, because you are seeing this apparently the uh, closest. Oh, Kaiba, before we get to her uh, shitting her pants, you get to add two pips of stress. Where would you like those? Uh, just normal stress, I guess. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. I think it would only add fatigue if I see like weird uh, magical-esque or fringy stuff. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. And I mean, we'll... this is definitely close to that, but it's more medical horror. Yes. Uh, so, Margo. We have finally maxed out <laughs> the other stress meter. Congratulations. All right. The way this works is when stress maxes out, it instantly resets to zero. And you basically have to do a stress check for Margo. We've already labeled from what makes the most sense for Margo. Uh, this should be your panic roll, basically, I believe. So effectively, what's going to happen is depending on the moment, depending on what's happening, one of three of these things is going to trigger fight, freeze, or flight in that order for Margot. You rolled a three, so you're going to freeze. I'm also going to add a negative one for a certain number of rolls going forward, and I'll let you know when they come into play. So that's not a minus two going forward, it's a minus one going forward a number of times. Okie dokes. So Margot, upon seeing this, uh, I'll describe the rest of it, and then you can do your, uh, your, your quick investigation, Kaiba. Uh, possibly realizing it, looking at this and maybe exposing Margot to it for too much longer is a very bad idea. 
the body, the figure, lying in this bed. You don't need to focus on it too long to see this. Besides all of the gore and the complete mangling of any internal organs or structure this uh, figure once had, you notice that the body itself has sunk into the bed. And I don't mean they've sunk into the mattress. From what you can see looking at them, they look as if they are sunken down into the mattress at least, bare minimum, six inches, possibly up to a foot. Like they melted the bed itself? They are so deep in the mattress, they should be coming out the bottom side of it, and they are not. In fact, looking at the mattress, the underside of it, since you were staring at it for quite some time, Margo, I can tell you for a fact, and this is probably what causes you to freeze up and realize, the underside of the mattress is not pushed down as if they were pushed into it. So what, they became one with the mattress? Not even that. They're literally like pushed into... Your brain cannot handle what you're seeing, essentially. So they, they face through the mattress, basically. Not even that, no. It, 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 looks, it looks as if... So, for example, if you were looking into this mattress, let, let's use a very exaggerated number here. You could see 10 feet down at the mattress as if it were a well. But looking at the side of the mattress, oh. the mattress does not go down 10 feet. Now, it's not that extreme. Aww. It's only, yeah, it's only about six inches to a foot. But looking at the side of the mattress, the mattress is not that thick. It's very thin. So it's like altered time space. Yes. Okay. From above, it looks like he's sunk in way further than is physically possible. And yeah, seeing... In pure Kaiba fashion, he's going to joke about that. I wish my mattress did that. <laughs> seeing this Margo... Carson laughs nervously. <laughs> Graham laughs nervously, having not looked at what just happened. Anyway, I'll pull back, uh, pull back the cover having seen uh, Is Margo just standing there? Yeah, was there anything left over of the face to recognize him? Uh, I can't answer that question for you, but I can answer it to Kaiba after he does an investigation roll. And then while he's doing this, Margo, let me know how you would respond. Just on the off chance, I would have shown you a picture of Finn. I guess we'll find out. Well, well, have I? Can I see him? This body, yeah. If if the two of you, while the covers are pulled back, if both of you want to roll the investigation, you definitely can. Uh, Would I be able to apply my plus one for, like, random bullshittery? Which plus one? Uh, This one. Is this something I, I don't know, anything relatable to books like weird experiments with sleeping and you know falling through your mattress which suddenly becomes big or something so for this one instance i'll say yes normally what this what this is is like during a downtime you effectively hit the books and then you get a plus one forward to your next roll and we'll mark that on your token and then your next roll gets gets plus one to that that relevant yeah so essentially in the canon how it would play out is you guys would go let's say into the city, Margo questions someone, Carson questions someone, Kaiba, you hit the library, and you read shit, and then when you roll Investigate a Mystery, you get a plus one. But you you read through some of their research data, so that, I'll say, is effectively the same thing, so you can give yourself a plus one from that. Sure, I'll take it. Alright, excellent. Both of you have a ten. You can ask a very pointed question, or two vague questions. Is it Finn? No. Uh, If this was a person, you cannot tell who they were. There's no way. Okay. So there's no identifying marks? Nothing. The more you look at it, the less human it is. The head, arms, they're not where they should be. The shoulder is like where their hips are. Ooh, creepy. Like they like... Does it look anything... on themselves? Does it look anything like what that guy did to Joe? No. This... This almost looks like something inside the person burst out attempting to escape. 
their skin. So for Carson and Kaiba, you guys see a little bit closer. Um, if you're not sure what to ask, I could sort of like describe what's going on with the body because you guys are really only going to get a flash of this if you'd like for one of your questions. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. OK, uh, besides the limbs not being where they should be, it almost looks like two things. One, the bones are sprouting very similar to vines or plants. Two, it very much looks like some of the skin, the flesh was replaced with a very scaly like substance. And you can see it shimmer in your guys' flashlight just for a moment. Hmm. That's weird. So for one question, does this remind me of anything I could have potentially ever heard about, like a creature? Like his new shape, basically. Very much so. But in its current state, you can't place it under one, any particular uh, myth or mythos you would have heard of. It almost looks like, hmm, either a miscommunication on what the creature should have looked like, or a merging of more than one. This is just chaos given form. Are, are we talking like bad taxidermy kind of style or more like a chimera? Probably more like a chimera. The parts meld very similar to, uh, I guess, like mashing clay together and twisting it. All right, noted. There are no hard cutoff points. There's like a streams of the scales running down, but they, there's no real pattern to it. It almost looks as, as if they were growing. Then stop. It has the head of a minotaur and the tail of a mermaid. Um, and the footprints we saw on the floor. This is probably not one of the questions I'm asking, but just something we noticed. That did it look like they were from a person coming from this bed or like just a normal person? Yeah, to add to that, does it look like anything actually did escape from him? For the footprints, this is not a question I'll count against you. It looks as if the neighboring bed, the person jumped out and ran through like a blood pile, blood stain, blood pile. What? Yeah, pile of blood. It's fine. Congealed. I mean, I wouldn't notice that while I was staring at it earlier. Yes. Yeah. Like, like I said, this is just elaborating on earlier. They're not weird. So for my, yeah. For my second question, I guess it was still like wet, uh, wet and sticky, like it's um, fresh, right? Does it look like it is still fresh? Slightly. You don't see it actively bleeding. So it might basically be still be pseudo alive ish. Potentially. It's not dry like it should be. All right. Good to know. Well, that would imply that there is also time manipulation in this uh, unfortunate bodies. Well. <laughs> uh, Carson, do you have any particular questions? I mean, is there anything else that I can gather from like what's in front of us? Are you looking for anything in particular? Any idea about what actually happened here? In terms of what happened here, hmm, that's very I mean, hard. Obviously, to... some kind of experimentation. Yes, I will say it's a little hard to answer with the information you currently have. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure how Carson would parse this information. But besides something very clearly going horribly wrong, you've been doing this job for long enough that this is Definitely an incursion of some variety. It looks forced, though, and it looks as if yeah, they didn't calculate something properly and it went wrong. Something from somewhere else that did not belong here decided to come here. Maybe more than one something, judging by its current form. Do you think they were trying to open a portal with people's dreams? Yeah, possibly. And something came true. Hmm. And with the two of them... Whipping open the cover really quick, gazing at it, getting the information you can, then closing it. Margo, 
How are you responding to this? You freeze up. What's going through your mind? I think freeze is the most awkward of the things I could have rolled. I agree. Is it realistic to stumble over to a garbage pan and throw up? I say that's yeah. All right. I will. I will have her do that. All right. As they're sort of, you know, discussing this, your mind just goes blank. You freeze up. I would say you even you even drop your weapon. It clatters to the floor and you don't rush, but you very robotically and methodically can hear yourself saying, I, I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke and I need to find a trash can. You find one. You freeze there and you vomit. Uh, where did she go? To the office. Can I follow her? Yeah, of course. <laughs> She's not doing good. I'll be fine. I just need a few minutes. Is it, Can I pat you on the back? Sure. I pat her on the back. I'm like, do you need some water? I have a water bottle. That would be great. Yeah, I give her the water bottle from my backpack. I'm going to swish and spit the first one and then drink a little more. Uh, you can keep that free of charge. Thanks. And then I pat her once more and I get up. <laughs> I've seen a little too much shit in too short a period of time. Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, I gathered. Kaiba would have stayed behind a little while and then, like, you know, picked up the sword and slowly walked her away. And everything all right? As he's inspecting the sword, by the way. Yeah, everything's fine. Not yeah, the way no, I wanted it... to impress my brother on our first meeting. Uh, it's fine. You never get used to this stuff, honestly. I've seen my fair share. I am used to this. This shouldn't bother me. No, it should. The moment this stops bothering you, there's something wrong. Trust me. That's fair. Wait. Yes? You all siblings? Did I know that? Uh, I think Margot said something about are you my long-lost brother that I just found out a week ago out loud when we first met? Okay, yeah. but that could just as easily have been a joke. Like, let's be honest here. Uh, my no. face would not have said that. <laughs> Kaiba also reacted with, yes, that's me. Very seriously, sir. Oh. Well... Like, you would have noticed it, probably. Yeah, I'm sure you're capable of reading how serious the moment was. I'm like, hmm, this is a little weird, but all right. <laughs> I'll head you Not the sword. best. That was so casual. I haven't processed yet. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Okay, okay. never mind more then. Stress. More stress. Kaiba is literally a, a closet hermit. He doesn't know how to process emotion anyway. Oh, okay. Well, you should get on that. Yes, women anyway, women like sword. it when, when you process your emotions healthily. Just a little pro tip. Oh, trust me, my therapist thinks the same thing. Not surprised. You know, she knows what she's on. Yeah, I mean, she did help me find you guys, I guess. So. There is that. Anyway, hands back sword. I like your sword. You should see mine. Are you carrying one? No, not on me right now. This, this wasn't supposed to be a job, so, you know. No, this wasn't. Uh, let, let's move on. Do I need to smash this door down still? If you don't uh, have assuming the... we did not find a keycard or a code, yes. You can definitely double back and try looking for one. Uh, Margo? No, I will happily no. smash it. Uh, how sturdy does the door look? Definitely sturdy, considering it's both a keypad and keycard. Does that lock. mean I can use no limits? You can. Yes! Wait, 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 wait. Just, can she help? <laughs> can she ask me for help to find some weak spots on the door or something? <laughs> Is Margo in the mindset to do so? I just want the experience. Ask um... me for brotherly advice. <laughs> <laughs> she's currently a balloon give her a second 
Uh, yes, I'm still a little shaky. I will go ahead and, uh, hmm, where does this door look weakest? Oh, it's mechanically locked, so it probably has, like, deadbolt. So honestly, aim for the hinges. Hinges it is. And that's my advice. All right. Got plus one now. Go ahead and mark experience and Margo, no limits, plus one. Hell yeah. I am still not okay, I guess. <laughs> oh my god, that's... <laughs> Snake eyes, baby. One. All right. She kind of bounces off. We got those goose eggs. Did I actually roll two one? You did, yes. Hey, on the plus side, it's ongoing, so if you want to try again, you still have the plus one. Am I even allowed to try again? On a miss, something goes horribly wrong. I break my leg. Uh, you need to mark experience okay. at least, Margo. That's nice. Like, a shoulder blade goes out. All right. Uh, how are you trying to open the story? Are you just ramming it? Yeah. Alrighty. Sword down. You uh, go to move forward and ram the door using all your might, Margo. Like I said, it swings inward, so theoretically this should work. You hit it really hard. I mean, hard. You hear it echo on the other side. And you almost got it right. Try again. You charge forward and try again, slamming your shoulder into it. And you kind of hear a pop from myself or the door from yourself and maybe a little bit of door, but mostly yourself. No. And that's when I stopped kicking. And I'm going to give you so I'm going to adjust uh, what you currently have from stress. Uh, essentially a minus one going forward to anything strength based because you might have thrown your arm out. So it's going to be separate from the other two minus ones. Uh, and I'll, I'll let you know when those come into play. I do technically have an infirmary. Can I only use that when I'm in my haven? Yes. Not too bad. So you've uh, you wiggled it a little bit. You get the feeling, Margo, if you slap this thing hard enough, you could probably get it open. Uh, do I know limits it again or what? If you would honestly like to ram it again, you're more than welcome to. You might want to go with a different you know, approach, but you definitely can. What do you mean? You're just going to ram it again? Yeah, why not? I'm not telling well, you not what, to. What, what else do I have to uh, kick it in? Uh, you'll probably get this this quick minus one. Oh, you're rolling it again. Cool. Uh, was that with his plus one? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I would have used one of the minus ones, so you're down to two. That's good. That leads you to ten, which is still a full success. As you're uh, getting ready to ram at the door, Margo, uh, to sort of build off <laughs> of your last roll. <laughs> After you sort of hear the door kind of shift a little, you get ready to ram it again. But before you do, you hear a sound come from the other side. And although you cannot see, you hear something like hitting the door rapidly. And you hear a muffled voice like, rawr, rawr, rawr. but I just kicked it in anyway. I was going to say this before you rolled, so <laughs> you kind of just rolled. Uh, so was that a sound to uh, not kick the door in? Uh, no, it sounded panicked, like and you hear someone calling for you. On the other side, right? On the other side, correct. Mm-hmm. Still going to kick it in. Okay. Uh, you come a-charging, and the slamming stops for a moment. You don't hear them move, but they definitely do, as, uh, Margo, you hit the door at the pr- appropriate, perfect angle. And it just screeches as the sealant and whatever jam they had in the way comes loose along with that little piston just pops right on out as the door kind of with the whole thing. Maybe the uh, frame wasn't installed as, uh, you know, right as it should have been. 
And uh, more of the door comes with you than you were probably expecting. You don't hurt yourself. You don't trip over yourself. You got a 10. So your right is right in that sense. But you now have access to the other side. And uh, some of the stink of this room flows in, into there and maybe ventilates a little better. There's no AC running, but, you know, get some uh, get some funk moving around. I immediately look for the voice. You have out your flashlight. You begin to look around. And the very first thing you notice is this is the exact same layout again as the room prior. More beds are set, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but you do indeed see a very skinny individual who is not bald, but he's like shaved relatively close. And he's looking at you with his hands out as if to say, don't hurt me. And he's wearing uh, like pajamas, basically. Old or young? I'd say he's probably in his, uh, I guess, 30s. Who are you? What? Where did you come from? How did you, how'd you open the door? Answer my question first. I'm having a very hard day. You're, you're having a hard day? I've been, I've been locked in here for who, who knows how long. Yeah, so tell me who you are. Uh, Rick, my name is Rick. And why are you here? Uh, why am I here? Uh, well, is, 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 this, is this 20 questions? I mean, I don't... Yes, it is. Answer the goddamn questions. Uh, sleep experiment. I was here to rest and to sleep and... You finally opened the door. I can leave. Wait, what? Yeah, you're staying here with us. No, what? Hey, uh, Rick, uh, how long have you been locked in here? Way too damn long. Are you kidding me? I've been having to uh, ration out whatever they left back here with us. Do you have an Honestly, idea question, what how happened? Long? What? I have no idea what happened. Something, something went wrong. They, they, they made a mistake. And they forgot me back here. They just left me in this room. Everyone left and ran. The alarms went off. And then and then after a few weeks, well, the power went off. Was it a month? I, I don't even, I, I don't know. I've been here for months or maybe a year. I've been trying to eat as slowly as I can. And I, I'm almost out. I, I can maybe ration enough for oh, maybe another month. And that's it. But you've all come here to save me. <laughs> that's correct. Today is your lucky day. Oh, he, he falls on his knees and goes, yes, yes, yes. I will uh, grab his arm and yank it back up. Yeah, it's still not safe to leave it, though, for now, so... Uh, he he uh, doesn't really want to come with, but as you pull him up, he goes, Oh, sorry, sorry, and he, he uh, leans back and sits on one of the beds. As I mentioned before, most of them are made, like, two aren't, but he uh, he's, he's just sitting on one, just uh, breathing, like, Oh, man, oh, man. And you can see the all these beds here, uh, they indeed have machines next to them. They are off. Uh, obviously, there's no power going to them anymore, but you can see that... Uh, the one that he was most likely sleeping next to had a bunch of shit that was still plugged in and functioning. It's all just laying sprawled all over the bed and all over the floor. Like, you know, breathing apparatus, all that nonsense. Which part of the experiment were you? I was, I was the last stage. Apparently I was doing really, really good. I was having fantastic dreams. I saw the most beautiful things and those bastards just left me back here. Were you the only one? Yes. Do you know where they keep the meds? Well, they probably took them with them. I, they're or in the uh, um, maybe they're in the manager's office. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Manager's office. It's, it's right over there. That's where I got all the food from. They, uh, there's a refrigerator with obviously all the shit went bad. So I had to like smash most of the cans and such open. They, they had some stuff back here for us. I guess they're planning on more people, but well, good for me. I ate it all. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, if he's a five, like what, two years, he said? There was a lot of food in there. It has to be. It has to be, yeah. Well, you did a great job rationing. But uh, you're going to stay right there. Are we clear? Yeah, why? 
because I'm going to go look at the office. Okay. Like you said, bad stuff went on outside. Trust me, you don't want to see it. Oh. Is there a... Did they mess something up outside? Yes. I and I will that. walk off to the office. Okay, I'll stay here for now then. And uh, Graham just looks at him like, okay, kind of gives him a nod and he nods back to Graham and uh, Graham, Graham will kind of watch him from the door. He's not really following you guys to the office. Hey, Graham, why don't you go fill him in on the things he has missed over the last two years? Like world events or this old Yeah, just keep him company. Maybe he'll tell you some useful things, I guess. Yeah, sure, I'll chat with him. And and, and you might be able to ask if he knew anyone named Finn, assuming they shared names with each other. Sure. Uh, Graham sits down and goes, hey, Bo, what's up, man? How how you doing? You know, I I know. (laughs) Shit looks rough, but like, yeah, let's chat a bit while they're looking at things. These are good people. You know, they got you taken care of. You don't need to worry, man. And he, he calms down a bit and goes, all right, all right, all right. And then Graham just starts talking. Uh, he'll eventually bring up Finn, but he's trying to kind of get him at ease initially. Yeah. And uh, this Ooh, room. Look at Graham go. He has a good charisma. <laughs> good, Proud good, mama bird. A good charm, rather. Uh, this room, unlike the other one, is not spattered in blood and eldritch nightmares. It is blank and clean. The back office is, unlike the other ones, notably larger. All right, real quick question. Are there any other doors leading out of this room? No, this is the final one. Excellent. Uh, scour the room. Investigate the mystery, I guess. Alrighty, the three of you are looking basically through uh, all the stuff we got back here. Yeah, see if there's anything about. All right. Uh, presuming we are uh, looking for effectively just more of the same, I assume? Yeah, like, I guess my specific question, assuming I don't fail is if there's anything more specific on the experiments like what they're trying to do sure for that one go ahead and roll me investigate if you have any generic questions carson and margo you can definitely ask them mm. Alrighty, and eight uh basically what they were trying to do yeah back here things are a little more evident they didn't really have time to dispose of whatever was back here and uh while this office... i mean they left someone behind there's gotta be something good left here indeed uh while this office is larger it doesn't look like it was meant for more people. This, it almost looks like the boss stayed back here or the head, you know, Mr. Chaperone, whatever they were doing back here. Once again, there are no names. There are only numbers, including for these original folk. And from what you can tell, uh, there's a back room past this little office here. Uh, doors are open. Clearly, this guy, Rick, ran through here, was looking for things. Uh, this office is a somewhat of a disarray some papers are ripped up probably out of frustration it's a it's not pretty to say the least the back room in which uh, all the food was kept there there are indeed cans and such and things of that nature you guys can kind of smell like wafting old cans there's not really you know ways to like wash um there most likely was running water at some point but he probably like drained it into you know trash cans and whatnot or like whatever he could and then after a while they all just shut the water off so he ran out of water too smart smart yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms of water from the outside at least so not great but looking for clues and information uh you can find kaiba that going even further beyond they were trying to not necessarily allow the user to go into a deep sleep but they were maybe trying to invite something into the user they were trying quite a few things back here uh so we only have we only have one question but i'll I'll elaborate to a degree that i can the tech back here is not anything you've seen before the tech he was connected to is also wholly unique to this facility 
there seems to be a device that is attached to uh, these folk in particular that allows them to see, or from what you can tell of the notes, there are like little drawings. Uh, I'd say each, um, for each patient, there's a section for a drawing. And in that drawing, it's incredibly straightforward. Get a pen and just do black and white. You see a machine next to that that is not currently on. But it looks as if it can only display information in binary. So lights are on, lights are off. So it's black and white, basically. And it looks as if this machine were connected to them. And from the notes, you can tell it's almost as if they were using this machine to look into the dreams of these individuals and record what they saw. And you see various drawings. Now, the person back here was not necessarily an artist, but they only recorded what they saw as useful. There are some, you know, hallways, uh, rooms that have no ceilings, go on forever, and are just pillars and pillars and pillars that wind up in stairs and, you know, creatures running down the stairs joyfully with flowers sprouting out. It, it doesn't make any sense. So, like, the, the drawings don't make, don't really add up to what is drawn. Uh, sorry, the drawings don't add up to what's described, but he's trying his best to, like, describe them. And after a while, you realize he maybe gets frustrated with these absurd, absurdist dream. And a lot of the notes are essentially asking the dreamer, all right, when you take this drug, when you do this, I really need you to focus on the things you see there, not your surroundings. You need to focus on the individuals. If you see someone, I need you to try talking to them. I need you to try interacting with them. And when you do, you need to focus on them. You see lots of instructions like he's trying to like, how do how do I phrase this? so that they do what I need them to do when they're, when they're down, when they're in there. So from what you find, Kaiba, he basically sent them off to Dreamworld and needed them to, to the best of their ability, come back and say what they found. I mean, shit, you, you even have a section in these notes for both Rick and others. Uh, of course, his name isn't on there, but he's sitting on the bed, numbers match up. You know, we've done the song and dance before, where he records what Rick said, and then he records what was actually seen on the monitor. And they don't always add up. So some, uh, some confusion as to whether or not the monitor is lying or the individual is. Is there... Are there any pictures of people? No, there are no pictures of people. So um, there are these rules that are basically like, if you see anybody do all of this, but none of the drawings are of people? Yes, so you actually notice in, in his notes specifically, maybe not the ones that are facing for uh, the test subjects, a lot of his notes are very, very cold, very disconnected. And the word person isn't used. The word entity is used. If you see an entity, please try to communicate with it. Are there any similarities in any of the drawings? Yes. That seem to be like recurring? There are. You definitely notice certain shapes and outlines that have a, I'd say they have the same vibe, maybe. Same general, uh, general cut. They're human in nature, but there's, something, there's always something off about them, whether there be an extra growth where the head is, where an arm is, and some are zoomed into very odd locations, almost as if the dreamer were focused on like their hand or their hip, but not necessarily zooming all the way out to see their entirety. And some of these are just shapes. Twirls and swirls, maybe something that is similar to a feather. Uh, from what you can tell, it was difficult for the researcher to parse what was shown on the monitor and also to parse what was explained and described by the sleeper. 
Mm. You have any questions, Margo? Were there any fridges with drugs? I want to eat some. <laughs> uh, yes. Back roll where the food was. There is definitely a sample. We don't know if it needed to stay refrigerated or if he took it out to have room for other things. Very difficult to tell. But there are definitely some that are remaining that were not taken by Rick. And there, there's there's very few. But we'll say there's... um. I'll say there's three different samples, and there's there's a few from each. Uh, as in a few, do you mean uh, a sample from each part of the part of the steps of the test? Yes, it seems they kept all of it back here. So there's three different samples left behind, and I would say there's a handful of each of those samples. Uh, are the samples also numbered, or are the actual names of the drugs on there numbered? One hundred percent numbered. Okay. All right. Well, I am a hundred percent grabbing every last sample, and I'm grabbing. Every ounce of notes that I can yeah. shove into a bag or something. The notes with like the drawings and the questions and stuff like that, Kaiba's picking up and taking with him. Yeah, ICS needs those not in public hands. Definitely. So we should probably also call this in this entire place. Absolutely, yes. Oh, I guess I can do that right now. It appears to be yeah. clean. Yeah, so we don't have, we don't not have cell signal here. Oh, nice. Good oh, point. God, I missed that. I've, I've, I got so used to not having signal that now I've forgotten how to use it. A gift from the gods. All right, while I'm grabbing the samples, I will go ahead and call it in. Okay, what are you calling in precisely? Abandoned research lab. I've, I'm grabbing all the notes. Uh, there's a survivor. He's uh, malnutritioned. And also a body that appears to be suffering from some sort of time-space distortion, but it's dead, I think. Maybe. Well, it's not not alive. Hey, actually, yeah, it, it's not alive, but Did we like try said, putting anything in the time-space distortion? Do you want to? I, I do not want to. ICS I can wanna. mess with that. No. Are you sure? I mean, Actually, uh, I think I would like to drop something in there. You might be able to convince Kaiba if you want to. Sure. He'll help you out. Yeah, I no, I kind of want to try that. But uh, if Noel's looking at it again, we might take more stress. Yeah, I'm not doing that, and I'm going to wait until I've got everything out, all right? Well, I mean, see, here's the thing. Kaiba has a history, so you can definitely convince him if you want to. In I, fact, he'll give you some advice if you try. I kind of want to, like, now that I've, like, really let it settle in, I kind of want to put something in there. Sure. What, what are you planning on putting in there? I don't know, probably an object. What kind of object? Flip, flip a coin in, throw a coin in or something. Yeah, pen, something. Oh, something small? Yeah, something small. Not my hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just I to mean, be clear. <laughs> you're not an object, of course. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try putting something in there. Perfect, okay. Uh, well, Margo probably doesn't want to uh, go over and experience that again. So... Actually, while Margo's on the phone, yeah, I'm going to look at Kaiba, are you, are and I'm going to be like, and I'm going to be like, I kind of want to put something in that weird time space area. Now well, I don't even hear you it. doing this, you ass. Yes. So like, yeah. if there is a role involved with this, you can decide it on itself. I would like to like give some advice to like, OK, baby, if it's a st can we can I use my often right like a stress role or is that something else entirely? Not for stress, but I will say for this in particular, if you want to do this, Carson, there's definitely a pen. You can roll, act under pressure, and then using Kaiba's, maybe the advice, because he's the one who, you know, got you guys both got a good look at it. 
by I try not to, you know, look at the body itself, but or at the borders or anything that doesn't make sense naturally. Like yeah. try to, how do you say, like distort your own vision, I guess. Look in the space in front of the space, so okay. you don't actually see it. I'm not entirely sure why I'm suddenly compelled to do this. Like, I will be honest, person. I thought about doing it too, but then I yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do that. All right, go ahead and roll me act I under pressure. I will use I will use Kaiba's advice. Okay, you can roll act under pressure, and uh, Kaiba, you can mark experience. <laughs> God, I love experience. <laughs> We're eating so many snake eyes today. Oh God. It. Oh, she did not add the I was hoping it would at least seven. be a little better than that. Oh, God. Alrighty, that is indeed, even with the plus one, that's a five, so that is a full-on failure. Oh, jeez. I should have known. I had a feeling that I was going to regret it's this. It's just some stress. It's fine. Yeah, it definitely is some stress. Yeah, oh. I put it on stress. That's fine. Alrighty. Suddenly I'm, I, suddenly I'm weirded out by how strange this situation is. Just going to throw it on credit? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. As uh, Marco's making this phone call, you guys pass by Graham and uh, the lad. He kind of gives you a nod, and so does Graham. They're not sure what you guys are doing, but you head around the corner, and you're going to drop a pen into this little space-time pocket, flesh pocket. Mm, ew. Yeah. It's like a pita. All right. Pita full of bones and other fun organs. All right. Cool. Well, uh, Kabe, you don't necessarily need to look at it, so I won't have you roll stress unless you absolutely want to. Good, because I wasn't planning to. Okay, but so you, you don't really, really don't have to. You can be here to advise, but I don't see why you'd look into it. Like, if anything, I'm just looking at Carson. Perfect, all right. Most excellent, actually. All right, so Carson, as you uh, move on in and you kind of open up the, the sheathing, I guess, the smell hits you instantly, and it, it's Ooh. almost like it has been building for, like, far too long. It, it's, a, it's a hefty, hefty stink. You can almost taste it in the back of your throat. It's awful. Weird question. Yes. Is it just hitting me because I failed the roll or is it like it's been stewing? It smells like it's been stewing regardless of the outcome. You, this uh, you're going to become very intimate with the stink. I hope I don't. I hope I don't take it with me everywhere. Oh, no, it's not going to stick to you, hopefully. OK, Ooh. but um, you that's won't the most important part. <laughs> you won't forget it. That's for sure. Great. I close my eyes at night and that's what I see and smell. Um, you see the smell. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you are afraid of cramped spaces, you know, so this is a I am thing. actually. Oh, my God. Why did I do that? Because you're fine. a genius. I mean, I this just is had a moment space. This of is like space expansion. This is so actually. OK, I actually think that would be really funny if I like drop something into that like pocket dimension. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly like how claustrophobic <laughs> this is making me. Just like suddenly realize that it's a small space and you're like, oh, God, I can see that. All right, so I'm being stuck in there. What's the what if the guy's still alive? Oh, my God. A couple of things are going to happen. As you move your hand forward, you get ready to place it in around somewhere near the side, probably because if it lands on top of the body. It's just going to land on top of the body. You want to see what this actually does. So you need to get just a wee bit closer. You're fine. Margo was this close. Or I get, Wait a second. Wait. Yeah? Is, this, is this the bad result you were holding on to? Uh, this yes. is a, a multitude of things. Oh, God. Why did I not think about that? Go on. It's fine. It's not like you're going to fall into the space and be trapped there forever. And Stop! Ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go on. So, as you place your hand out, 
in order to deposit this pen. You do. You let go, and there's like a valley sort of between the side where the covers of this bed are flowing downward between where the leg is, where the plan can be placed. And you notice upon kind of looking at it that there isn't really a bottom to this, which logically makes sense. And the pen lands and falls and also lands and is absorbed by this space. Seemingly continually, Carson, falling while being hugged by this odd texture, fleshy substance, uh, almost as if it's taking it with and just slowly falling down and down down as it's held so very tightly you're not moving closer at least you don't think you are but for some reason Carson this pen has been falling for quite some time and you feel as if you can follow it you can still see very clearly how the pen has fallen she's leaning a little too close and continues to fall oddly this seems to go on for for quite some time you're absolutely just your entire everything is just engorged by damn how why can i both see and how far is it going to fall love do you mean entranced yeah that one <laughs> what did i say engorged. engorged maybe you're hungry i don't know um think outside the bun baby all right and as you're sort of <laughs> looking at this you engorge yourself on the body <laughs> You, 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 man, you feel as if it could fall forever, but you need to see it land. It, it can't just keep falling forever. It, it's almost as if it falls, it's hugged by its surroundings, and then it falls again, and just on and on and on in, in a cycle that seems as if it lasts forever, Carson. But from the outside, Kaiba, what you see is Carson move their hand in a very reasonable distance. And Carson goes to let go of the pen. But something stirs in this corpse, this body, shudders, as if to react to something being too close. Another. And as it does, you see all at once, suddenly, Carson's fingers sort of twist and swirl and in almost like like light being bent along with the pen and you can see all of it caught up in this one like pinpoint and and in that pinpoint you can also see mm, something about Carson's outline as you're holding the the light towards Carson some of that very light is being pulled downward and there's almost like a second image of Carson also leaning towards much closer, far too dangerously. But after a moment, Carson, you're able to kind of pull yourself back. Uh, but as you do, Kaiba, you see almost as if the, the pen, the little nib that you like hang on your shirt. The clip. Think... Yes. The little clip. And it's bending and twisting in space and time. It caught on a part of your, your hand, Carson. And it's stuck into your finger and in this instant literally within a second just gone and you pull your hand away and you pull your body away the light everything uh, distorts and becomes plain and and kind of for whatever reason you were transfixed by this as well as if it just lasted for far too long and a lot of things are going to happen very suddenly right here as margo you're on the phone doing your thing 
and you hear, as your two allies walk out, something clatter, and then a shout. Margo, you hear this. Carson and Kaiba, you do not. It seems to come to you later, seconds later. Carson, you can see that you've kind of pulled away and you've experienced this pen falling in that instant of it dropping and landing. Kaiba, it's gone, by the way. This pen is long gone. <laughs> it like degloved the tip of your finger effectively. It caught on your hand, just ripped all the skin off your finger. Not like <laughs> every layer, but enough that, yeah, this shit hurt. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to I'm going to give you uh, one harm so you can increase that. And also two stress from being pulled into this from two stress mm-hmm, from wh- wherever. So cornered or stress, where are we going to put that? Cornered. All right. And to, to switch it back to uh, Margo, you, you'll be the first to be able to react to this. And then I'll ask Kaiba <laughs> effectively uh, what you thought upon watching Carson very closely. Margo, as you're calling it in, uh, you say, we have this. We found this. There was a survivor. Uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to take all this stuff in and get it figured out. After about a moment or so, after Carson and Kaiba leave the area, you hear the shoving sound as if something got knocked over, something large and metal. And you hear Graham shout and then you hear footsteps. I immediately dashed where the sound was, regardless of where I was in the middle of the conversation. You're in the office. You whip around the corner and you see the person that was in this room running down the hall, sprinting past both Carson and Kaiba that are transfixed on this pen, just sprinting for the next door to go to the first area. Full headlong. I will give chase. Can I? This seems like a no limit situation. Uh, if, if that's what we're going for, you can most definitely do that. Uh, well, OK, if I run normal, do I have a chance of catching up? I, I am fully healthy and he's not. Yes, you have a much better chance. So you can run. You can roll no limits. I'm going to impose one of the negative ones on this one. Dear God. Don't slip and fall on the blood, please. H- hello for a zero. You can roll a zero. A one. Yes. There you go. On a seven to nine for no limits, you do it, but you can choose a consequence. You suffer one harm, take minus one forward, or you need rest right now. I mean, we're basically done here. You can go for the rest. Uh, letting you know, Margo, this is... Yeah, this but is... no, that's right now. I yes. need to catch him and keep him tied up. Isn't it right now after we which catch him? After you catch him? I would say immediately after this burst of speed, you're going to need rest. You'll probably, you'll catch up to him, but you'll need to interact with him after that. That's going to make it no. very difficult. Uh, how, remind me how plus m- minus ones forward work. Is that ongoing or for the next roll? Or the next roll that I deem necessary. So literally what's happening right now, the negative ones that you're receiving, it's just going to add one more to that. So do I want to hurt myself or really kill my luck? Choices. I will take the harm. All right, go ahead and knock that up to uh, five harm. Don't you destabilize yourself if you take the harm now? Huh? Yes and no. Margo, you know doing this, you're going to need medical attention after this stint is done. Yeah, I, mean, after, I can give you that, that's fine. Yes, after you're done pushing yourself, after you're done catching... Uh, hospitals are good excuses for me to de-stress, it's fine. This is also true. In pushing yourself, Margo... You don't need a hospital. You know any yeah. wounds you have are probably going to open. But you're okay with this, right? Yeah, I cannot let this guy escape. He's not only an experiment, he is a potential wealth of knowledge and a danger to himself and anyone else outside. He cannot escape. Excellent. You go flying 
by both Carson and Kaiba as they're kind of dumbly staring into this like swirling light. But realistically, Margo, that sight hasn't even caught up with you. So you just see the two of them down there near the bed doing God knows what. But you put all of your strength into your legs and you just rocket past Graham as he shouts to you. Ah, the dude knocked me over. I'm sorry. You go flying past him. He opens the door in front of him to that first room, closes it behind him, but you charge through it, Margo, and it slams open loudly, and you, you actually physically see him jump, like, oh, shit, she's way too fast, and he is now past the next next door, and he's into the lobby, beginning to leave this building proper and get back into the, the alleyways, but you have almost entirely caught up to him. Switching back to uh, Carson and Kyber real quick, uh, Kyber, upon seeing Carson do this and very quickly go through this pain and this this sudden warping of reality. Like, what are you thinking? And like, what, what's going on for you? Like, I want to say that despite not being like, or w looking at the thing, I get sucked into like some sort of time dilation where I experience everything at like slow speed. So like, I see Marco rushing past us at like insane speed as well. Yes. As I see his finger basically gets sucked up and then it all collides back into an instant seconds where everything has happened at the same time. Uh, effectively, you heard like little delayed chatter from the outside, and then Margaret just turbos by you guys. You almost didn't even see the guy run by. She's just a blur along with this this fool, and they're able to just gone. You didn't you didn't hear why they're running. You just see them running, yeah, and, like, and then now both of you cut up. Everything seemed to like slow down, and then suddenly rubber band back in a single instance, and then like just snap out of it, and like look back at Carson, like oh shit, I need to help him. I put him away, and then I go check out uh, what the hell was happening over there. I guess. Am I? I don't know. I guess I'd be in shock a little bit. Yeah, uh, fortunately, kind of pulled you away from it. So you, you uh, congratulations. You now know what happens. You drop a pen into this flesh hole. Uh, um, God, clearly nothing good. Of, seems to have some kind of event horizon or something that sucks things in. <clears> I guess. <throat> oh, an event horizon probably, is a good word for that. You should probably note that when the team arrives. Uh, yeah, I'm so probably bleeding, <laughs> so <laughs> it will in um, fact increase the quarantine procedures. I, uh, I'll, I'll give you some like basic ass first aid. Yeah. As we walk over to Marco. Grandma, yeah. Grandma's up and looking around the corner at you guys like, what the hell? Like, why is Carson bleeding? And ow, I'm sorry. I, 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 I tried grabbing him, I promise. Don't worry about it. We're leaving. After uh, the team arrives, at least. Grandma's up to follow you guys. But Margo and this guy are far ahead of you all. Margo, you have effectively caught up to him and he is attempting to book it now that you've gotten closer to him you're catching glimpses of something else on him or somewhere else on him particularly focused on him you can see at every footstep maybe at the panic of you suddenly catching up with this burst of speed the tiles under his feet seem to be cracking but not necessarily where he's placing his own feet it seems to be the areas surrounding Definitely focused on where he's placing the pressure, but it doesn't necessarily add up. And you can sort of see know, almost like an extra vision around his body that's only there for a moment. Then it flickers away. Oh. Ah, yes, yes. He cannot be allowed back into society. He's yes. about three-ish feet from the door. You're right behind him, Marco. What do you do? I thought I effing warned you to stay put, and I will lunge. All right. What is your intention? I would like to basically tie him up. So you're trying to jump on him and like hold him still? Yeah. Okay. 
I would say that would probably fall wonderfully into Act Under Pressure. And for, for this one, I will apply the last negative one. And it'll be gone after that. So just one minus one? Correct. That's the final one. Excellent. A mixed success means you're indeed going to catch up to him. But there's always got to be a but. I mean, there's something unnatural going on over here. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I will also shout to Carson and Kaibo. What the fudge are you doing? You know, experimenting. What we get paid for. Uh, they haven't caught up to you just yet. I'm you... just like, oh. yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm shouting lungs, lungs full. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, in fact, Margo, you tackle this person into the metal door as he's opening it, and both of you launch outside, slamming into the concrete and skidding across. Fortunately, you use him as a wakeboard, and you're basically surfing on him, rather than your flesh being scraped across the uh, countertop here. So, yay, good on you. As long as it slows him down. A, a little, yes. And as you jump on him and begin to, like, kind of grab onto him, you notice he is incredibly strong. His weak, wiry frame. Now I'm wondering if they left him behind on purpose. I mean, if he's so strong, he should have been able to escape. No, but I'm thinking he's channeling something that he shouldn't be able to under normal circumstances. I mean, honestly, well, I I don't know this, of course, yet, but above board, I think there's something is inhibiting his body. Yeah, maybe. You jump onto him, Margo, and you're attempting to like kind of pull his arms back and just get him, get his ass pinned down. As he turns to you, you notice his head kind of banged up against the the floor and scraped a little. He turns and you can see a good chunk of his skin has just gotten like ripped off and torn and he's not bleeding red or if he is, it's far too dark. The look he is giving you is just a pure disdain and he's smiling as you're trying to hold him back. He is very, very aggressively wrestling with you. You know, one wrong move here, Margo, you got him. But one wrong move, and this guy could turn the table in a heartbeat. All right, my full focus is on just tying him down. I'll worry about everything else later. As you have him sort of in this position, uh, you can't you can't really move outside of just pinning him down and having him held with just with your raw brute force. You can feel your body starting to ache. As as I mentioned, this individual is far stronger than they look. All right, then I will shout, I need some help here. As you shout that, your allies catch up to you. Uh, but before they do, he whispers to you, what are you planning on doing, Fleshbag? Fleshbag? And Carson and Kaiba, you come, you come through the door and you see Margo on top of this guy. Let me guess, your name's not Rick anymore, is it? He's just smiling at you, just looking. And Carson and Kaiba, you see Margo on top of this dude, and he looks all wired up. Ready to spring, ready to strike. While it looks like Margot has him down, you are just feeling a radiated danger, danger coming from this location. Um, is there anything I can do to help Margot? Well, I guess I'm bleeding. Does Kaiba possess any contraptions that are really good for lockdown? Uh, unless God is going to allow me to use magic, no. I do technically have a magical laboratory, but... It will take time, which you definitely do not have. Uh, um, can guess. someone just punch him unconscious? I think somebody, yeah. not me, do it. I mean, I can, yeah, I can support. I just can't attack because my toughness is shit. So I can support. I can help out. If you want to grab something, I'll punch. Sure. All right. If you want to go for a mix-up, Margo, you can roll to, to kick some ass. 
And then Kaiba, if you're willing to help, you can very much do that. Definitely roll first, though, Margo. Oh, perfect, a nine. I'll plus one give you a ten. Assuming I succeed. Which I do. Nice. Excellent. You quickly jump off him, Margo. As uh, Kaiba, you move in without needing to really use your strength, working off of how Margo already had him positioned. You guys are able to kind of whip him and turn him in just the right way that Margo can jump off just in time, that he does not escape or lash out. But you do see him instantly. His, You're not sure if you, if you actually see this or not, but you know, Margo, as you go to punch out against him, you timed this properly. You spaced this properly. But as you are retracting your fist away from his face, he is very much 100% not knocked out. And now he's looking for a fight. His mouth jumps for you as he goes to take a bite out of your hand. And you know how far his neck should stretch. And for a split second, you see it go a couple inches further than it should. You hear a slight tearing sound and suddenly everything's back to normal. And Kavi, you just barely have him in place after having punched him in the face. Margo, what do you all do? So is he still chasing my hand? No, he basically nipped at your hand, but you pulled away just in time because you got a 10. Like, sadly, all of my supportive bullshit is haven-based, so I can't do them here. You know what? I'm going to give you advice to incapitate him, as in, uh, you know, unsocket all of his joints, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think that's going to help, because his neck just says further than it needed to. Like, I don't think we have a rope or anything on us, right? We have nothing for this situation. No, I, mean, I mean, realistically, you came here in your uh, in your van. Carson could be running to get a rope. I don't see why you wouldn't have one on you, Margo. Wait, wait, wait. I know us. I know, I know. How about I give you advice to pin him down to the ground with your sword? That's not going to work literally, either. Literally drive it through him so he can. Well, I mean, he might try to escape, but at the same time, easy to hold him down. Uh, okay, his next stretch, did it twist around? In that split second, it might have. It instantly went back, though. Can I... Uh, grab him in a chokehold to cut off his windpipe. Yeah, you definitely can. Uh, I mean, I don't think he breathes. We, it, uh, yeah, but if it's even if it's something that happened in his body, the body still needs to breathe. I mean, his blood was very black, so he might his body might already be dead. It might literally be a flashback. I, I have to try. It. Sure, I guess. I have to try it. Yeah, I mean, Kaiba currently has him for at least one moment locked down. If you want to jump in and basically replace it and try to knock him out, you can roll back under pressure and basically try your rest. Okay, an 11. Excellent. And Margo, uh, with this, you're able to whip in quickly, uh, taking over for Kaiba. And as you position yourself in like just the right way, you start to pull him under. And for a second, you think to yourself, he's not breathing, like in a way that benefits him. But you realize as he's kind of reaching out and trying to scratch at you and such, uh, for some reason, his, he, he can't reach uh, you. He is starting to go out, though, and right before his eyes are fluttering and his eyes are starting to roll back in, into his head, uh, Carson and Kaiba, you see, while in this current state, he cannot reach Margo. He's very adamant about trying to scratch at her. He's trying to bite at her arms. He obviously cannot reach uh, Margo. You're pulling tighter and tighter and tighter. And right before he passes out, you two, Carson and Kaiba, see him trying to reach at her with his nails, claws, something. And you know that before he goes out, he's going to try to do something to her. What, what do the two of you do? Uh, is there anything I can do to, to stop him? I mean, protect someone. Even while I'm... Bleeding, yeah, sure. 
I'm going to try just your her. finger, you baby. I know. I know. But, you know, I'm just a guy. Well, well, I, I don't like getting hurt. You're, you're also a bar guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your hands are kind of important. Well, failure. <laughs> I oh, trip God, and I hurt finger. myself even more. So, Kyla, if you'd like, you can assist with that since the two of you are currently free. I help out his help out. Excellent. All right. No issue whatsoever. Uh, All right. So Kaiba, you aren't going to suffer any damage whatsoever, uh, but we do indeed bring up the protect someone from a six to a seven. You're going to protect them. Okay. But you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get. I'm going to go ahead and say you're going to suffer all the harm that Margot was going to get. Yeehaw. Yeehaw, partner. Is that? Uh, is going to be two armor piercing harm as he reaches back. It looks as if he's trying to gouge out Margot's eyes right as he reaches and he's smirking as if I got you, bitch. You move in, Carson. And uh, are you wearing like a jacket or something? Yeah. You're able to kind of whip it around the creature's arms and like pull them back and away. And you notice right before Carson like is able to fully get his grip, Kai, but he might slip at the last second. This thing is far too strong. You help and you reach out and you pull the jacket back as well. So his arms are kind of tangled up in this thing. You hear one of them pop and you hear a shredding of the material and suddenly something long and sharp Carson digs into your forearm and rakes up your arm all the way to the back of your hand. Oh, God. how much? Y- hmm? How much do I mark this for? Uh, you'll mark two harm and you'll be unstable. Oh, my God. You are anyway, go on bleeding very heavily from your arm. You actually feel the claws dislodge from the back of your hand. You can see his nails extended to these like blackish green just nasty looking jagged things, but just like that, they're there and they are gone and shakes shutters one more time. Arms fall limp, body falls limp. And Margo, you have officially knocked this fool out. I will keep squeezing and uh, pick my phone back up. Uh, we need that quarantine ASAP <laughs> for both the body and the, the victim. All right. The panicked person on the other line after hearing all this running and smashing and slashing and screaming they're worried uh, all that was against you, Margo. In, in fact, um, I'm sure there's probably a code for uh, strength of quarantine. I'm going to use the strongest one. Excellent. Uh, they fully understand. I would say you have enough shit in the back of your you know, van. Just basic things. You could have rope. You would have like a, a pair of handcuffs. That's not too outlandish, of course, um, that you can if you need to basically get this person uh, detained so they don't just wake up and go on a rampage instantly. And... The two of you are in pain. Graham is now at the front door looking at you guys, looking at the thing, uh, sort of with a ripped jacket on its like head, back, uh, general area. And everything seems quiet for now. Mm, you're right. Let's turn so, the jacket into a straight jacket. Yeah, fetch whatever rope jackets we need to make sure this guy can't move. Yeah, they seem to be in pass out for just long enough uh, that you guys dash over. Fortunately, we're fairly close to where we parked. Grab all the stuff we need. Uh, we get him nice and locked up. About 30 minutes. He's definitely woken up, but he's saying nothing. Just staring at you all. ICS arrives. We got maximum quarantine. And uh, they move into the best of their ability. You guys are going to still be unstable. Carson and uh, Margo. But they try to get you guys wrapped up on top of what you already have in terms of first aid, Margo. Uh, but they let they let you guys know whatever paperwork you've taken with you that you need to look at. If you're if you're taking this case, of course, you may take with you. Uh, you've already basically, you know, broken down precisely uh, what exactly we're looking at here. So if you'd like, 
the three question mark four of you. I don't know who this kid is. Uh, you're basically all dismissed if you'd like. They should be able to take over from here. From this case or the building? Uh, you guys can leave now. You're clearly not doing well, the two of you. So you two need to get wrapped up. Please do so. We can't do this here. Uh, yeah, we, we can leave. Yeah, whatever paperwork you have, you can keep it for now. Just don't lose it. Obviously, they're taking the thing. Uh, they're going to they are aware of the hole, the flesh hole. They won't touch it. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, is- oh, I assume you guys told the agents <laughs> about what you did. Yes. I am cross the event horizon. I am going to glare daggers at you because I didn't realize you two were doing that. Oh, it's our job. You should see what I did with Maverick when we were fighting. Actually, what is that cannon above board? Yeah, uh, the, the necromancer. Yeah, I'd say it's canon. Okay. Or do you disagree, God? Which I mean, part? It, is very, it was very deeply magical, so I'm not sure if it's still... Kaiba uh, and Maverick's true. case. We'll just pretend it was less magical. Yeah, yeah sure. on, just out on the magical wee bit. That's fine. I mean, bless salt and yeah. shotgun's fine, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. You should have seen what Maverick and I did when we were busy in that house with the clocks. Oh, yeah, he told me about that. It was, it was okay to do it then. I mean, it was a, as far as we could tell at least, stable environment. Didn't expect it to be such an aggressive hole, I guess. I'm fine. Besides, he's fine. All right, Graham. Um, you can look you through all these help. notes with us. If you need some help patching up, I can do it in my haven. I mean, I think I need to get a doctor right now, so that's fine. And uh, as you guys kind of head over <laughs> to uh, the resting place of Kaiba, Graham lets y'all know that I can like maybe take pictures of some of this stuff and look at things. Y'all head to your infirmary. I need to take like a day or two off. This is a lot for me. You yeah, know fine. what? Stay in touch, then. Yeah. I'm I'm proud of Graham for knowing his boundaries. Saw a little too much. Uh, still no fin. He's going to take a, a couple days probably to decompress. I need to take some time off. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh... You know, that, that's fine. Yeah, uh, with that... Yet, yet he has been, like, secretly keeping stress rolls for uh, Graham Hayden for us. <laughs> He's, like, at six or something. His eyes are melting. <gasps> uh, the, the three of you that are damaged, including not here, Jay, uh, all of you can reduce your harm by one. As Carson and Margo will be spending time with Kaiba. You guys are kind of all relaxing, maybe going over notes. And uh, Kaiba's doing his best to shine where he shines, which is, yes, the two of you can unmark, unstable, Margo and Carson. So y'all are set there. Your wounds should no longer uh, be squirting. Yay. Yes, I'm going to introduce you to my haven. We roll up to this bookstore. It is like one of those really old bookstores in the middle of like a city. With like two massive buildings to the side, kind of like squashed between it. Like a think up, basically, except it's a bookstore instead of a house. It's a couple story stall. Uh, wow, this is nice. And inside you see this guy sitting behind the counter. That's my adoptive father, Hendry. What's his name? Hendry. Okay. I guess that means our parents are dead. Uh Yes, let's, we'll talk about that in a bit. I'll, I'll introduce Henry to you, and he's, he has like a weird sh- uh, sparkle in his eye, like, oh, I'm so excited. But he's like an old and kindly man. He's just doing his thing. Okay. Uh, Carson might actually know this store, because we trade in like a lot of old books, specifically like the really expensive ones, mm-hmm. and the more mystical ones. Might have done business before. The mystical ones are my yes. main 
Mm, like, honestly, piece, anything, but... like any book that is like hard to get, you can probably get here. Mm. Uh, and we basically go into the back to like the, the, the top floor, so all the way to the fourth floor or something, which is Kaiba's room, which is these two. Damn. Except a lot messier, though. Piles of books and such. Got it. Yeah. Uh, one corner has a shitload of random <laughs> stuff in them. Magical knickknacks or just knickknacks? Supposedly magical knickknacks. And there's also one section which has a bunch of, well, supposedly weapons. Like, very obvious. There is a wooden stake. And there is a wax hand that you can put on fire to, like, ward of evil. And there's one of those... Uh, a box which is labeled silver bullets. If they're real, you don't know. Margo will be checking those out later. Uh, more notably, above that uh, table is two swords hanging from the wall. Oh, yes. Margo will definitely be checking those out later. And on the floor, there's one of these, except basically covering the entire room. Ooh. And the other do one is on the, do on the door. Do I know what that is? Like, supposedly, it's supposed to be a, a ward that is supposed to, like, ward off evil and prevent things from entering. Honestly, I have no idea if it works anyway. I feel like I would know if it would work or not. I don't even know if it works right now because I need to discuss something with God for that. Basically, my magical laboratory. Because magic doesn't really do anything. It does. I'm just treating magic like big magic. Yeah. Where it can, so I will say, if, if you have a catalyst or an item or something that lets you use magic in the moment, it very much can function. It's just that the, um, I, I guess the cost is going to, in this world will be much, much higher because I don't want magic to become uh, mundane or rote or something that we just use. I want it to have a cost, but when it works, I want it to do something that you can't normally just do. So it feels magical. I also have a book of cool magic shit I can give you guys. So I want that to feel uh, magical and not just, oh, I have another one of these. So basically, I have the magical laboratory, so the idea is, I think, that it basically allows me to have magical reagents and stuff. At least as long as they aren't too rare or something. Yeah, so we can say, like, with that, yeah. if, if for example, uh, you guys need something for a case, and I mentioned something incredibly specific, and ICS doesn't have it, and it's logical that Kaiba could, and Kaiba's on the case, then, yes, you guys can get it from Kaiba. Or, um, if it is... I would say more permissive, very similar to how the, uh, both this game and Blades in the Dark works. Uh, you can't shoot a gun you don't have. You can't pick a lock if you don't have lock picks, things of that nature. This would allow you to more easily uh, cast larger spells, whereas Carson by himself wouldn't even know where to start. So okay. in that sense, yes, it would be useful. Okay, well, in that case, I'm keeping it, in, which also means that these two symbols don't do anything. They're just aesthetic. Uh, I will, usually, uh, usually I will... yes, things are with this... Uh, light of work. I will go ahead and tell you they don't do anything. Yeah, I figured that out. Still, it's nice to have the ID lines. They do look the cool, though. I mean, they'll scare sure. off the, the normal person. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I can make them work one day. Uh, and the last thing you might notice, like, this is a specific book which is, like, on the floor. Uh, it doesn't have it written on this one, but it definitely has Necronomicon written on it. And why do you have that? Aesthetical reasons. It's not real. I mean, it looks real. It's real enough. Not real human leather, though. Okay. But, you know, reference material. Research. Oh, sure, that's fair. I, I like, point at the rest of the books. I have a lot of weird shit here, honestly. You can take a look around if you want. Um, hey, Carson, has your ex-wife, fiancé, future girlfriend 
Has she written any books? Mm, no, I feel like there's some stuff that she would think should not be available for public consumption. Do you know what I mean? However, she's willing to talk about it. Now, otherwise, I was going to say that you might see one of her books in there, too. So. I mean, obviously, I mean, anything, anything like psychic is in there anyway. So I feel like there's some stuff that she would have written about, but there's some stuff that she would not. But I guess if this is just a general, what, yeah. magic shop? Not magic shop, but... Yeah, I mean, this is uh, Kaiba's haven in this case, so he has, like, a multiple bookshelves filled with, like, weird books. You know what? I'll say she has a book there. Sure. Well, you might see it then. I, uh, I look for it alphabetically. Is it, it that organized? It isn't specifically arranged alphabetically. It's arranged by, like... Vibe? Weirdness. <laughs> stop the vibe. Like, there is one corner for cultist books. There's one corner for mythology. There's one corner for uh, fringe science. There's one college for psych psychic bullshit. There's a dream section, stuff like that. Psychic bullshit. But yeah. Well, welcome to my haven, I guess. Very nice. Feel free to uh, use this place as your base of operations. I have plenty of reference materials here to find out shit. I would uh, like to sleep. Carson is impressed, but he's also unwell. Yes, well, I have like a section with like medical supplies where you can sit down and lay back. Sounds <laughs> good. Mentally or physically unwell? Both. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Alrighty. Uh, speaking of mentally unwell, I guess and physically unwell. Now that you guys have all been introduced to uh, Kaiba's Haven, essentially, ICS has let you all know that you can take a few days off. They saw how cut up the two of you are, uh, especially Carson's arm. That's going to take a few days to mostly heal. They don't want it to be entirely open, but they, of course, let you know if there's any follow up to this. They I mean, they they do need a few days to go through all the research, right? Exactly. You guys got a cursory glance, but there is a lot to look at. Plus the issue with the bed and the individual they found. So they're going to look at all that, try to figure out what the hell's going on. Uh, and, of course, there's always something to look at. So ICS already kind of had something for y'all to dig into prior to this even happening. So this sort of jumped up and bit us in the ass. So you guys are going to have a few days off, meaning next week I'll let you guys know how much you heal by, but you'll all get a downtime activity in order to de-stress. So you can feel free to think about that ahead of time. And before I forget... Everyone mark one experience, because I keep forgetting to do that at the beginning of the session. So we're doing it at the end of the session, like you're supposed to. Yay! Uh, but yes, technically Margaret should be at 7, Kaib at 5, and Carson at 6, I believe. So we get in there. We definitely get in there. Uh, do we catch any de-stressing? Uh, for, for next week, yeah. So I'll, I'll allow you guys basically to prep that for next week. So if you want to come up with a, a quick scene or how you de-stress... You're effectively allowed, uh, we'll say like two to three days of time off in which you guys will heal a little and then you can de-stress, including Jay. Uh, I, I guess Kaiba has some stress as well. So if you want to come up with the two de-stressing scenes, you're more than welcome to. And then Carson and Margo, you'll each get your one. All right. Other than that, we'll prep good stuff next week.